Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Muff Podcast. My name is Boaz. With me, as always, is Chris. Hey, we guys. got somebody new today. We got Aaron. Hey, what's up? My boy Aaron. How's Boaz, it going? More like Boaz. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's going great. Damn. You fucking exposing me already. We just started. We're 10 seconds <laughs> in, and the roasting has already begun. I know, Amazing. dude. Aaron, I don't know how much longer you can be on the podcast, man. I think this might be one and done for you. <laughs> I'm sorry to disrespect you like that. It's no, it's good. It's cool. That's funny. No. First thing that we're going to be doing is um so football season's wrapping up but let's say each one of us was like john lynch we're each one a general manager and we all have our own team we're going to do yeah. like a draft type of thing and right. we need for our franchise you need a quarterback you need a running back and you need like a receiver so like a tight end or a wide receiver and we'll go draft order so aaron you start then chris and then i'll go and we'll snake this so aaron right, so who's I, your first pick all right you know what i'm uh are you I'm going blaine gabbert Blaine Gabbert? Uh, Blaine Gabbert. Nah, see what I'm going to do? <laughs> what I'm going to run is I'm going to shout out to my boy Grant. I'm going to pick Patrick Mahomes first overall. Patrick Mahomes. Honestly, I think he's definitely – I think Lamar Jackson is close, but I think Patrick Mahomes is like overall the best talent in the NFL right now. And he's got a, he's got a, he's got a cannon of an arm. And he can scramble if he needs to. We saw that run he had against the Titans. I'm going to go with homies. Dude, yeah, that's the reason they're in the Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes is crazy. I'm busting into I your Mahomes. <laughs> Chris, next pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with George Kittle, cause with um, the first pick, George Kittle. Yeah, with the first pick, cause like, I mean, other than like Lamar Jackson, there isn't that many standout quarterbacks in my opinion, and uh, Lamar Jackson is really good. But um, if I'm going for a more all-around team, I I want somebody that could pick up the ball and run with it, and um. Yeah, okay. it's really, really, really solid pick. No, no, you know I what? see. There's, you got the blocking, you got the receiving. I see. Yeah, that. like that Saints play was crazy. I hope you can clean up his George Spittle, though, because he's going to be throwing up. Ayo. I'm sorry, I'm going to stop. puns now. <laughs> George Kittle. All right, all right. Uh, I got Saquads. Saquon Barkley. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're, I'm not even, you you're see, a joke. See, that's a joke? You yeah. saw what the Giants did. You don't throw the ball. Just hand off to Saquon Barkley. He gave me nothing this year. <laughs> he was my first pick in fantasy. That was the biggest mistake of my life. He Dude, didn't I'm have, loyal to absolutely Sa- Saquon not. Barkley. I love okay, you, Christian. Saquon. Best best fucking calves in the league. It's no no, no debate. He right, does have sorry, nice man. calves, but he was very bad. Oh, I, I got the next pick, too, since we're snaking. Uh, with my second pick, I will be taking Deshaun Watson. Hey, that's my guy. I, I mean, yeah. Why, why Deshaun Watson? So my first quarterback that I probably want is Pat Mahomes. I agree with Aaron. But then I got to start looking. Like, Lamar Jackson, he's he's more running back than he is quarterback. Like, I'm being completely honest. Not bad for a running back. Yeah, he's he's not bad for running back. But I want I want a guy who can run it, and I want a guy who can throw it. And I think the next one up after Pat Mahomes is Deshaun Watson. Also, uh, right. fuck Mitch Trubisky and uh, the Bears. <laughs> they could have totally got, they totally got um, Pat Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. Damn. That's that, Al. Um, yeah, okay. it is. With my second pick, then I'm probably going to go with Lamar Jackson as quarterback. We're like Lamar Jackson. Uh, sorry, Chris, the, you mean running back. I, I believe you mean <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my bad. Okay, yeah. 
Uh, Lamar Jackson, because, I mean, he was, like, he was really, really good this year. He, uh, I mean, I don't need to explain the, the greatness He's gonna be of the Lamar MVP, Jackson. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. So, yeah, Lamar. All right. Aaron, with the, uh, your pick. All right. I'm going to go pretty opinion-based here. I'm going to go Julio, Julio Jones. That's what I'm going with next. I think he is easily the best receiver in the league, and I know not a lot of people agree with me on that. Best hands. I know he's got got great size, and he's just fast. He's got amazing hands. He doesn't drop a lot of passes. And I think think if I put him with my boy Pat, best air attack. That's all I'm saying. No, that's pretty good. All right, you got the next pick, too, since we're snaking. I got the next pick. I was was not ready for that. Uh, (laughs) Shit. I want to say Stephon Diggs, but that's the we're not doing that. You know yeah, what? you need a running back. Wait, how many wide receivers do I get? Just one? No, no, no. Yeah, oh. we're just going three players. So you oh, got a quarterback. Players? You got Pat Mahomes. You have uh, Julio need a, Jones. You need a uh, running Julio back. Julio Jones. You know, I'll, I'll take Christian McCaffrey, too. You know, I mean, there's not much C-Mac. to say. He's just C-M-C. all around. All around talent. I mean, I don't yeah, know what else to say. Yeah, Jack Garrett. He single-handedly carried my fantasy team. The yeah, Miami Dolphins. He's crazy good, yeah. All right, Chris, your pick. College teams look like high school teams. He did. Uh, yeah, in Stanford. Yeah, yeah. All right, Chris, your pick. Okay, I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill. Uh, you know, he's <laughs> a really good receiver, but he's an even better child abuser. Even better father. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, it's all, it's just, all alleged. So Come on, man. It's all alleged. All alleged? Okay. Whatever if the glove don't say. fit, you must quit. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he break his kid's arm? Uh, I mean, we don't need to go into that right now, but I mean, yeah. But, you know, personal life aside, he can catch a football very well. And you know uh, oh, sorry, my bad. I wanted somebody in my team, I'd take him. Okay. Well, see, I don't like Chris's pick there. Say? That goes against my morals, you know? I pick I pick good, solid young men, like Patrick Mahomes. I like Holmes, that. You know, I, I like Christian that. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I, I, I have a real good American citizens on my team as well. Uh, So, let's see. I have I have a quarterback. I got Deshaun Watson. Okay. I, have a run, I need a receiver. Chris kind of took my guy. I wanted to go George Kittle, and I thought that would be like a weird pick. But like, I'm just gonna go Mike Thomas. Like, I don't think that's a, that's a pretty easy pick. Yeah, he's a, yeah. Kelsey. Yeah, no, he's a tight end. Yeah, I'm taking a wide receiver. He, Mike Thomas, just set the record for receptions in a season. Uh, I mean, there's not much you can say. Like Drew Brees just throws it to him every play. Deshaun Watson's gonna be throwing it every play for my team. We're just gonna be killing it. And all that's three a- young guys, you know, we're gonna be for the next at least five, ten years. We're gonna be set. There you go. Mike Thomas's yeah. record is crazy, though. He is good, dude. Mike Thomas, fantasy football. I mean, he's super underrated. Yeah. I took him, I think, in the second round. Like that was crazy. Like I mean, he's a number one wide receiver. Probably one of the best players of all the receptions he gets. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So um, next, in let's move on. So football season's wrapping up, and I think we should just you know go in with the whole asshole vibe that we've been having for this whole like episode. <laughs> You know, shitting right. on Tyreek Hill. Let's just talk about what, what's the what's the worst thing about watching football. Like, why do you like? I mean, we all love to watch football. But let's just talk, let's talk about why the fuck do we hate watching football? The fucking so, refs. <laughs> Aaron, this is a draft, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> I'm going first. Chris is going second. Aaron, you're going third. We're switching up the order. Just that's what you got, that's what you got for talking. Talking out of line. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Put him in line. Get <laughs> out of here. Out of here! All right, my first pick. I think Aaron knows quite about this. Aaron's been in my house when we watched this. Is the Mike Bloomberg ad? <laughs> I just can't take it. There's too, there's too many Mike Bloomberg ads. 
like I think what do we count? Like in one game, there's like six or seven of them, and and like maybe in the first two minutes they shove four, and like just they just shove it down your throat. Like maybe I'd consider voting for Mike Bloomberg if it wasn't for all the ads I watch. Like every other ad is it's either Peyton Manning, uh, Baker Mayfield, or fucking Mike Bloomberg. And I just I I mean I I can't take it anymore. Chris, you, you go. Okay, well you kind of took my thing with ads. I was just gonna say the ads like. Why do we got to take so many goddamn commercial breaks? Like, I understand that there's, like, breaks in football, but, like, the fourth quarter lasts, like, 30 minutes. And, like, at least, like, like only, like, five minutes of actual of actual game time. There is 25 minutes of ads. I'm paying, like, $80 a month or whatever just to watch some freaking Hulu has live sports ads. And, like, yeah, they're funny for, like, the first, like, 10 times. But I'm like, Baker Mayfield fixing his bathroom. That shit, that yeah. shit was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm... You know, maybe, like, the first, like, 10 times, but on, like, the 13th, 14th, it's getting a little bit old. You know what I mean? And, like, no, I listen to yeah. Booger McFarland. <laughs> You'd rather listen to Booger McFarland than uh, Baker I would, Mayfield? I would rather listen to Booger McFarland. All right, all right, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you guys already know what my pick is, but I'm going to have to go with the officiating in the NFL. Like, some of the shittiest fucking calls I've seen in my entire life have been happening this year. Like, some of the roughing the Aaron is a Saints fan. Aaron, you're a, a Niners and a Saints fan. So I just, uh, just wanted to put that out there before. So, all I want to say is that also what pisses me off is that the Saints are now the reason that uh, pass interference is being reviewed all the time, which is kind of annoying. But also, the it's fact so that dumb, they, don't, yeah. they don't overturn any of the calls anyways. It's all rigged. The, Al Riveron, who's the head of the officiating, just wants to make the— Bunch of all the other refs like on the field look good. They just sticks by whatever they called. But anyways, the refs just are totally out of line. They just don't. It's like basically they just kind of make up what they're doing on the spot. But like I mean, not really. But like they sort of they sort of exaggerate like what the rules are on the spot. Essentially, they, they go with what they yeah. Most of the time, they make it seem like they're gonna change their call, and it just never it never happens. Like what's yeah. this? I think maybe like three times uh, pass interference has been reversed, but like yeah, most of the time, nothing happens. Yeah. And that kind of makes you feel like the refs are unreliable out there. You know, I'm sure there's good refs, but you know, you only know just about majority the of them are shitty. No, I get exactly. You. <coughs> so, all right, next segment that we're gonna we're gonna go into is uh, we're just gonna go weird fact of the week. Um, <laughs> we're the Super Bowl is in Miami. You know, Miami's known for cocaine. It's known for prostitutes. It's also known for Robert Kraft. He uh, last last uh, year he was um he was found in Florida at a massage parlor getting a hand job. From a woman who was part of a human trafficking scandal. Nice. And what this goes into is um, actually, according to the National Human Trafficking Hotline, there are slight upsticks in calls and reports about human trafficking during the Super Bowl and the lo- at the location of the Super Bowl. Which means that in Miami, we'll, be, <laughs> we'll start seeing uh, more human trafficking and more guys, just like Robert Kraft, having fun getting their willies jerked off. Thank you. That was a weird fact of the week. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out, Robert Kraft. <laughs> what was that, Chris? I think you said shout out Robert Kraft. Yeah, shout, out Sh- Robert. shout out Robert Kraft. Okay. And with that being said, let's get into a more wholesome topic. Um, Kobe Bryant. I mean, <laughs> what type of segue was that? <laughs> that, 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 yeah. I, that, that wholesome. I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I mean, not, it's not about uh, hookers and getting, uh, getting jerked off. We're going to talk about Kobe Bryant. And, um, I just wanted, yeah, to say, I think Chris more so. Chris wanted it. Chris was very much, I know Lemeter was really, Lemeter really likes Kobe Bryant. Um, I just want to say, my, you know, my condolences and my prayers to the family, the Bryant family and all the families that are affected by um, the helicopter crash and just, you know, everything that's happened. But I think the one good thing that we can see from this is we've seen 
all basketball fans are just, you know, fans of Kobe Bryant. All Everybody's uniting. It doesn't matter, like, if you like Kobe, if you didn't like Kobe. Everyone's kind yeah. of uniting and being like, hey, you know, we should remember this guy. I think uh, um, Roger Goodell, he said that there might be a Super Bowl commercial or some sort of, like, Super Bowl remembrance. Oh, yeah, I heard about uh, that. For, yeah, for Kobe Bryant. Which, I mean, it's it's a good thing, you know, at a time when, you know, the country is very much divided because of, you know, politics and stuff like that. I think it's cool to see that we everybody comes together. Time. Exactly, for Kobe Bryant. All right, Chris, do you, do you, yeah. uh, you want to add anything else? Yeah, and I would like to say, like, I was never the biggest Kobe fan. Like, I never had a 24 jersey or anything like that. But I do got to say, I, I really admired the man and, like, his mom and mentality. And, like, he actually, uh, you know, this sounds, like, really cliche, but, like, he actually affected my day-to-day life. Like, going with water polo and stuff, kind of learning a new sport late and really, like, you know, getting into, like, hard physical activity and competitiveness. Like, his, like, his Mamba mentality really pushed me forward. I, I always, whenever I was having a hard time, I would actually think, yo, Kobe Bryant got how good he is, not because he was born good at basketball, it's because he practiced a lot. And one of his quotes is he said, when I was growing up, I, I made myself take at least a thousand shots every day. Jeez. And that, yeah, and yeah. that's how he got a shot down so good, because you're shooting a thousand times a day, at least. And like, Imagine that, dude. Like, it made me feel lazy even after a long day of like water polo or basketball or soccer or whatever. And um, even though like I never, I never went out of my way to watch his games, I still respect him like tremendously as a player. And um, he he personally affected me. And I I don't think that I would be the athlete that I am today if it wasn't for Kobe Bryant or if it wasn't because of Kobe Bryant. And uh, yeah, he, he's got—he's really gonna be missed in the NBA community. And um, yeah, man, rest in peace. Yeah, man. See, when Kobe's passing, that really took me off guard because, like, you just don't expect that to happen to someone like him. It's like he seems like so like God status, and you know, I, obviously, I'm not—I'm not a huge Laker fan, but like, I loved Kobe Bryant. I, even as a kid, I have, I have a plastic like Kobe Bryant action figure that I still have in my in my closet right now. You know, I always loved watching his game. You know, it was just such a, such a tragedy. And what made me like, what hit me the hardest was like seeing that his thirteen year old daughter like died. That that yeah. that made that was very sad. Like she. That's like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's I that's agree. that's worse. That's what makes this like ten times worse. I know. It's like Kobe got to carry out his dream and like win the NBA championship. Like she was just getting started on her journey. She was only thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, it's very sad. And uh, I never thought and, uh, I would. She, yeah. Oh, so sorry. I mean, she she's a no. She she's apparently right. She had um. Uh, all the reports were saying that she was very driven and she was like Kobe was saying that she's just like him that she has the same sort of grind and ambition as him and that's yeah, honestly that's Kobe, the part that Kobe really killed me her, yeah was her coach yeah yeah sorry Aaron, continue yeah, yeah I'm sorry yeah. I cut you off yeah no no sorry and I, I was gonna say I never thought I'd cry watching teams take 24 second shot clock violations but, <laughs> but now here we are but yeah do you know you're right yeah also uh, Kobe Bryant said the uh, hardest team he ever had to play was the uh, 01 Kings just throwing that out there <laughs> Aaron is a Kings fan, yeah. If you guys, if you shout guys out can tell. <laughs> shout out Sacramento. Shout out twenty four. Shout out eight. Yeah. And, uh, Mamba forever. You know he'll always be. I mean, I, I I don't think basketball will ever be the same without Kobe Bryant. There's a few guys. You know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, probably LeBron. That will be forever. I think like I'll when I think of basketball, I will always think of those guys. Yeah, those are yeah. the three I think of. Whenever, whenever I think of the NBA, whenever I see that logo, I think Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. That's the three. Kobe's always one of the first that pops in my head. Yeah, it shows yeah. His impact. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's move into the next one. So let's hold go on, back to on. football. You want? Hold what on. do you want to do? I just want to shout out the Kings' 25-point fourth-quarter comeback. Okay, continue. <laughs> dude, no, no, yeah, for Buddy Heald, dude, 42 points because uh, Kobe spoke to him, right? Yeah. Buddy Heald's next Kobe Bryant. <laughs> dude, but Buddy Heald's raw off the catch and shoot. Luquan's not using it right. He's making him a point guard. Anyway, sorry, football, yes. No, you're right, dude. He wasn't used in uh, New Orleans. He's not being used in Sacramento. All right, uh, moving on to football. So Super Bowls this week, uh, all of us are Niners fans. We're all going to be probably going for the Niners. But just before, you know, we're about to we're about to be done with the podcast. Let's just right here at the end. Aaron, what do you? What's your Super Bowl score prediction? Ah, uh, score prediction. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna start this off by I think the Niners are gonna win honestly, and I don't know what the it's score. It's a good start. Is. I like that. <laughs> I don't know the score is because like I feel like this game is either gonna come down to like defense. I feel like it's either gonna be low scoring or just like th- it's gonna be like Rams Chiefs from last year, and I have no idea what it's gonna be. But honestly, I'd have to say I'm gonna go Niners. 34, Chiefs, 30, 31. I'll just say it's close. I'll just say close Niners' favor, a little offensive. That's what I'll go with. Okay. Chris, what, what do you think uh, What do you think is going to happen? I think the Niners are going to win, but I think it's going to be really close. And I think their defense is going to have a really hard time against Patrick Mahomes. And I, I don't think What's it's going to be like the Green Bay game. Um, I think the score is going to be uh, probably – I'm gonna I'm gonna say 33 49ers 27 Chiefs. Okay, 33 27. Is that like is that like overtime score? Is that why it's only up by six? Is it two field goals? How do you what, why? Two field why, goals. Uh, I think it's gonna be two, two field, field goals. goals. Yeah, I think so, it's gonna be close. Robbie Gold. <laughs> the yeah, reason, Chris, I I said that is because I actually think I think we're gonna go to overtime. That's that's what I want. I want OT to happen. I want. I'm saying 29 Niners, 23 Chiefs, overtime. Jimmy Garoppolo to George Kittle. George Kittle stiff arms one guy and with his head headbutts another guy. You know, because he got ready before before the game. He threw up and he got ready before the game. Headbutts a guy and an 80-yard touchdown to score. George Kittle walks off Super Bowl MVP and uh, Niners are remembered forever. <laughs> Beautiful. Right. Thank Beautiful. you. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think I think this is a good episode. I think let's call it a wrap. So um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, yeah, my name is Boaz. We got Aaron, we got Chris. Hopefully Lemeter comes next week. And uh we'll see you guys later. Peace. All right. Peace. See ya. See ya.